0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Lord. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king, marching into battle, would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king? advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. These words of our Lord in today's gospel, they always sound really harsh. If anyone comes to me without hating his father, mother, wife, and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, cannot be my disciple. And I think what our Lord is saying is that the standard of discipleship isn't a half measure. It's not half of our heart. Like, Lord, I'm going to give you like half of my heart and the rest of it I'm going to keep for myself and kind of do my own thing. But like, I'll give you half of my heart. I'll give you 51% of my heart. Whatever the vote count is in Michigan right now, I'll give you that much of my heart. But he wants our whole heart. And when I was in grad school, I was studying all these philosophers and, and they would say like really interesting things trying to sc- describe relationship. And, um, and one of them, when reflecting on what it means to be human, like has all these attributes of what it means to be a human. And he would say, you have to say no in order to say Yes. You can't say yes unless you can say no. We know that when we raise toddlers, right? Because like, they like to say no a lot because they're learning to be their own person. But we have to say no to something to say yes to something. For those of you who are married, when you got married, you said no to every other person in the world in order to say yes to this one person. And so we have to be willing to say no to ourselves in order to say yes to our Lord. Otherwise, there's this part of our heart that we're keeping in reserve or we're, we're holding it back from him. And we're not really all in. And our Lord calls us to be all in. And, and that doesn't mean living a life of Sacrifice, 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 and my needs are never met. It means realizing that all of my needs can be met by our Lord. That he can do everything for me. And so giving him my whole heart means I'm going to allow him to be the Lord of my life. Not a person, not a political leader, not a particular circumstance, but him. Today we celebrate this feast of St. Charles Bormeo, and he, there's this line in the Office of Readings where he says to pastors, he's saying to priests, don't give yourself so completely that there's nothing left but you have to be the pastor of your own heart, that you have to be concerned about your own conversion. Otherwise, there'll be nothing left to give to people. And that too points to what our Lord is saying, that we we have to prioritize our own conversion. And that's one of the hardest Things when when we perceive something that's unjust is to realize that uh, like there's there's like a lot of resentment in my heart right now and somewhere along the way, I was trusting in something other than our Lord, like somewhere along the way, I was trusting in something other than our Lord and it's it's not easy to make that journey it's but it is what our Lord calls us to. Like I grew up in a family that was a difficult family. And when I went to the seminary, no, none of my family went to mass. My dad didn't go to mass. My mom didn't go to mass. Nobody went to mass. And, um, and I remember like in the early years of my seminary formation, just like, you know, like I don't care about any of that. I just want to give myself all to, like entire to our Lord. And then, and then I started praying for my family's conversion, and, and one of the struggles that I would have is that when, when I saw, wow, there's some fruit happening here and something's happening here, then all of my attention would go onto them. And all of a sudden, my heart was occupied more by them than by our Lord, and I started to get depleted. And our Lord's like, no, Sean, look, look at me and I'll take care of that. Look at me and I'll take care of that. And 15 years into my priesthood, he's still saying, look at me and I'll take care of that. And I think that's a, that's a really important thing for all of us to remember because like we're, we know that we're living in like all of this craziness and all of this uncertainty on multiple levels. And it's, it's not over yet. But what our Lord continues to say is, look at me and I'll take care of everything else. And if we have peace in our own heart, then we have something else to give and we have the ability to share that with others. And so today, let us pray that that we prepare ourselves for whatever is coming by giving more of ourselves to the care of our Lord. And for an increase in trust that we may be confident that Our Lord is capable of taking care of everybody. That he did come to make all things new and he will be faithful to that promise.